0: you're listening to podcast podium for science fairs where you get tips inspiration and easy to use tools to successfully complete your science fair project crushing one phase of your science fair project one phase at a time remember it's not in the saying it's in the doing because education is not a spectator sport and now here's your host mrs hall when the school district in almont michigan rolled out ipads in the year 2014 Aiden, an eight-year-old second grader, noticed something new, as he did when seated near the wireless projector any time a teacher used one for a presentation. Headaches. Bad ones. Bad enough that this second grader would go home crying from the pain. His mom, a biologist, made a correlation between Aiden's headaches and the circumstances. Wireless fidelity waves or Wi-Fi which has been associated with causing physical effects in a small percentage of the population. I knew the health risks associated with Wi-Fi, she said, and asked the teacher to relocate him, and the headache stopped. While that was great, the situation still puzzled Aiden's inquisitive mind. So when science fair time rolled around and this second grader was excited, he knew exactly what he wanted to delve into. I wanna know why I get headaches when I'm around wireless devices, but not the wires. He uses laptops at home, he has a television set, and it's only around wireless that he gets headaches. So Aiden set about to answer his question. Aiden is only a part only 2% of the students nationwide competing in science fairs and students who could have participated in a high school science fair chose not to do so and identified two major reasons why not one not enough time and two coming up with their project idea was much too difficult in today's podcast I will provide helpful tips on getting and developing your project idea which is the first phase of a science fair project. First, choose a familiar topic like Aiden did and like Cherie Bose did. Cherie entered the Google Online Science Fair and won $50,000 for her idea. Here is Cherie now during a recent TED Talk.
1: Bo's. I was the 17, 18 year old age category winner and then the grand prize winner. Um, and I want all of you to imagine a little girl holding a dead blue spinach plant. And she's standing in front of you and she's explaining to you that little kids will eat their vegetables if they're different colors. Sounds ridiculous, right? But that was me years ago. And that was my first science fair project. It got a bit more complicated from there. My older brother, Pinaki Bo, spent hours of his time explaining atoms to me when I barely understood basic algebra. My parents suffered through many more of my science fair projects, including a remote-controlled garbage can. (laughs) And then came the summer after my freshman year, when my grandfather passed away due to cancer. And I remember watching my family go through that and thinking that I never wanted another family to feel that kind of loss. So armed with all the wisdom of freshman year biology, I decided I wanted to do cancer research at 15. Good plan. So I started emailing all of these professors in my area, asking to work under their supervision in a lab, got rejected by all except one, and then went in my next summer to work under Dr. Basu at the UNT Health Science Center in Fort Worth, Texas. And that is where the research began.
0: As you just heard, Cherie's very first idea in science fair project was a dried withered blue spinach plant, and it only got better from there. For her latest science fair project, she picked a familiar topic, one that was close to her heart and concerned her grandfather, and it wasn't just about the research. It was about finding her passion, and it was about making her own opportunities when she didn't even know what she was doing. It was about inspiration, and never giving up on learning and growing. So when choosing a familiar topic, the key is not to overthink it. For example, I had a student once who was interested in model tanks and the different tank tracks. So he measured how different treads affected the tank's speed. He changed one thing, the tread, and then measured the outcome, the speed. My daughter wore Invisalign braces on her teeth in high school, and it caused her to become more aware of the health and whiteness of her teeth. Have you ever been curious about which toothpaste brand whitens best and whether there is a natural alternative that costs a lot less? Why not run an experiment and compare? Change one thing, the brand, and measure the outcome, the whiteness of your teeth. Ever use the disinfectant wipes in grocery stores to wipe down the shopping cart handles? Apparently, the wipes kill 99% of germs. Your science fair project can compare the difference in bacteria one finds on the handle with and without using the wipes. Change one thing the wipes and measure the outcome, the bacteria. Did you know that cinnamon and curry prohibit bacteria growth? Your science fair project can test how these spices prohibit bacteria growth. Do you use refined or unrefined sugar when you bake? How will cookies be affected by changing one thing, the sugar, and measuring the outcome, which could be the moisture or dryness of the cookie? It's easy to select one variable, change it, and then measure the effects of that one change. Will storing batteries in a freezer make them last longer? We change only the temperature of the battery storage area and we measure the battery life. BPA is a harmful chemical we find in plastics Will it harm plant growth? We change one thing, the amount of BPA, and then measure one thing, the plant growth. Another tip is to set expectations when coming up with an idea. Set reasonable limits on what you can undertake. Know when to say no, for example. Set a spending limit. Ordering supplies online may be perfectly reasonable and cost-effective, however, Ordering a colony of earthworms and then storing them in your bathroom sink may not be appropriate. You can get in a very sticky situation if you are comparing which white glue gives you the best bang for your buck and then you run out of glue at 10 o'clock the evening before your results are due. Do you have access to the appropriate materials? Perhaps your idea includes shooting off bottle rockets, playing with a chemistry set, watching insects interact, or building and comparing bridge structures. Set expectations when coming up with an idea. Lastly, don't be afraid to select an idea you may not know much about because it can be a great opportunity to find out some new things like Aiden and Cherie did. You may be very curious and you may learn something you never even knew existed. You don't need to stop going to soccer practice or put your life on hold in order to complete your project. The science fair can be an exciting journey. It may not always seem easy, but you will gain the incredible gift of knowledge. If you need assistance, look for some expert advice online. Reach out to friends who can help and reach out to me for help. I will not only help keep you on track with the required forms and due dates, but I'll be happy to mentor you every step of the way. In our next podcast, we will talk about formulating a hypothesis. And share more about Aiden's science fair experiment. What happens to plant seed when plant ne- when placed next to Wi-Fi device it says, do they sprout? Let's have less anxiety and more interaction. One of the best things about doing a science fair project is the opportunity to spend some quality time together and develop common interests. Remember, it's not in the saying, it's in the doing because education is not a spectator sport.